The lime and the coconut and drink them both together. Doctor, is there something I could take? I said, doctor, to relieve the back. Now, let me get this straight. You put the lime and the coconut, you shake it both together. Put the lime and the coconut and you feel better. Lime and the coconut, you mix them both together. Doctor, my eyes. In, in, in. That's all I know with that one, bro. They call me Dr. Love. They call me Dr. Love. Calling Dr. Love. I am the doctor of love. Dr. Love. Doctor. What other doctor songs do I know? Let me put my comments on. See if you guys know doctor songs I could sing to Dr. Chris. Anybody have any other doctor songs for me? Doctor feel good. Doc, how about how about a tune from Doctor Doolittle? If I could talk to the animals, just imagine it strang into a or two. Doctor, no, we're still no doctor. We got we got uh we got a uh, lower thirds. Thompson twins, hold me close. Can you see me? Yay! I hear you now, doctor. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm actually building a brand new podcast studio uh, tomorrow. And uh, yeah, so I appreciate all of your amazing patience. And we're going to get through this. So. And Raju, do not edit out my singing, bro. Do I'm not you right do not. now. I'll be I'll be hot, bro. <laughs> so as you were singing your doctor songs, I was thinking, I said, Doctor, Mr. MD, can you tell me what I really need? What song is that? Which I don't know that you know song. You know no. I said, Doctor, Mr. MD, can you tell me what I really need? <laughs> <laughs> Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> oh man. Uh we're gonna get through this. Uh how are you, Vince Russo? I'm all right. Hold on for a second. I got a very special announcement before we start anything. Okay. Everybody listen up, okay? This is just for my sports Kita family, bro. Okay. You know, I saw a poster at the uh train station at Wembley. And obviously, if you go to Wembley, you know, there's stuff. But, I mean, as far as, you know, the whatever it is. Um, Out and about. At um, Buckingham Palace area. Um, nothing. There were no all-out posters at Buckingham Palace? Well, I didn't expect them. But I expected something. You know, like you go out there and you would see some reminiscence or something. <laughs> bro, where were the AEW posters <laughs> at Buckingham Palace, bro? Runner. There were none. There, there, I there mean, my gosh, if the WWE could hang banners from the White House for yes. WrestleMania, you yes. think the least AEW would be able to do, bro? Come on. Does Buckingham Palace even know about AEW? Sure, bro. They 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 they, they were gonna put banners up, bro. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> mama mia, bro. <laughs> mama mia. Hey, Chris. Before we get started, can I throw a question out there to you? And sports key to nation. Absolutely. Because, uh, you know, bro, to me, it was the most interesting thing at the show. Mm-hmm. We saw um, the last match. So you're listening to this podcast. 
Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. And both guys really worked their tails off. No question about that. Good, Great match. People are into the match. I mean, you know, we, we've been saying all along, Chris, we really didn't think, you know, Gable was going to go over. I don't they, – they, they think if – you know, Gable gives Gunther a hell of a match but doesn't win that this is going to get Gable over going forward. I don't think so, bro. At the end of the day, he's still lost. But here's sure. my question. Mm-hmm. He's got his family there ringside. Beautiful yes. freaking kids. Beautiful kids. But then, bro, we get that shot at the end of his little girl, like, crying because he lost. Mm-hmm. And Chris, I'm just I'm I'm pondering this, and then and then I wanted to throw this out there. If if you if you're a you know if you're a wrestling business and you got kids, mm-hmm. at what age do you smarten them up? That's a good question. Actually. And should you smarten them up? Because bro, I'm looking at that poor little girl, and it's breaking my heart. Obviously, she thinks her dad just lost. Yeah, yeah. and I I guess if I had a guess. Maybe I'd say she was four. Maybe I I don't know, That's but I would I would love to throw out there, bro. At, what about you, Chris? You got young kids. If yes. you were a professional wrestler and you brought them to the event, would you smarten them up? That's actually a good question. I um, and especially put put the psychologist spin on that too. That's yeah. why I'm asking you this. So. My um, my my uh, oldest would be eleven on Saturday, actually, and uh, he was going with me for a few years. He was about three, four, five, six years old, and he was very aware of like this is the good. These are the good guys. These are the bad guys. So he was very aware of that, and um, he still knew who the good guys and bad guys were. And to this day, all three of my kids are aware of like good guys and bad guys. So that's, that's as far as they've gone. So they don't know, like when I said, my oldest is 11, about to be 11. And he doesn't know like the ins and outs of the business of like, this isn't, you know, it's still kind of, it's still character driven to him. It's like a comic book come to life. So he doesn't know, he hasn't been smartened up, so to speak. So he's still, he's still unaware. So what do you feel about cuz again bro I I was there with Mick Foley and his kids remember remember that bro with the chair yeah. shots oh, which yeah. like I still I still didn't agree with Mick to have his kids right there you know ringside yeah. while that stuff was going on bro like you know but you know hey man Mick they're his kids you know Mick can do yeah. whatever he wants but how, how do you feel about that bro because if if you got a young child that's not smartened up and then they're getting that emotionally affected by it what do you, what do you think about that knowing that Foley was going to take that spot there's absolutely no way that I would have brought my kids there 
No way. Absolutely no way. That, that was a planned spot. So that wasn't something that that would that would have to be something that would be, some, be something I would have to smart my kids up about. Like, hey, this is just work. You know, I mean, this is just job. This is a part of the character that I'm playing type of deal. And, you know, um, Dwayne's a really nice guy. You know, I mean, like that's yeah. that's what yeah. I would have told my, the kids to, to kind of get them a, in a way of like not wanting to have nightmares because the rock just, you know, cracked his, you know, their dad in the, in the face. So I would have to smart my kids up there, but I wouldn't even take the time to bring my kids if I knew that that was going to be a spot. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was just thinking about that when I saw his beautiful, you know, daughter really, really upset. I'm, I'm not saying he should have smartened her up or he shouldn't have brought, I'm not saying any of that. That's mm-hmm. why I'm just I'm just throwing that out there to see what you guys think. Yeah, if I'm losing if I'm losing the match, I don't, I don't mind that. You know what I mean? Like it's okay. You know what I mean? I, it'll be one of those like, yeah, daddy. Um, there's always a lesson. That's that's the cool thing about having kids. I mean, you you have grown kids. That's the cool thing about having kids. You can make anything into a lesson. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like so. Yeah, daddy lost this time, but you know, this is a sign for you. This is a, a really good you know opportunity for you to realize that. Because you lost doesn't mean that you you're a quitter. You can get back up. You can try again. You know, I mean, there's always because kids yeah. kids will go go with you. They'll go with you with that. You know, what I mean, yeah. so that you can always. But you know, again, bro, it's like listen. Gable's been working his butt off during this whole program. I never thought they were gonna put Gable over Gunther, and I don't think they should have. Yeah. But I mean, Chris, I just hope this this doesn't become like another ricochet because this this is what they tend to do yeah. they tend to they tend to say all right bro it's time to put the spotlight on chad gable so we're yeah. going to get gable in a program with uh with gunther he's going to take gunther to the limit the people are going to be behind him and at the end he's just going to lose by a hair but what's so important chris is Okay, and then what do you do next? If you don't do anything next, bro, it was just all for naught, bro. I think this was all just fodder to make Gunther look good as an Intercontinental Championship, uh, Intercontinental Champion. I think their point is to make some prestige and make a thing out of him breaking the record. You know what I mean? And they chose... You know, they usually do the workhorses. You know, I mean, we'll we'll make someone look good by having a workhorse. You know, the person who's a good worker make them look better. That's the reason why they usually throw in Dolph Ziggler there in some way. They Chad Gable's like the new Dolph Ziggler in a way. You know, I mean, he's he's the worker. He's the utility guy. You know, I mean, he he can make anybody look good, and he has. And that's the that's the blessing and the cursing about being a good worker because. You can make anybody look good. The problem with that is you can you, you can start the show, you can be in the middle of the show, you can main event the show, but your job is to make someone else look good. So yeah. you might get a title or two in there in there as a thank you, but at the end of the day, you're you're there to make someone else look good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a couple of super chats. Awesome sauce five dollars. He says, uh, bad show. Sammy having three entrances in one night is lazy writing. The main event was great. There were stakes, and Gunther looks like a champion. Bro, I got to tell you, I was 
absolutely shocked and i'll tell you why bro so they open up the show with jay uso which was it, bro it's a nice change of pace to see somebody else open up this show sure. so i'm i'm glad to get the fresh blood on this show i like jay uso so it's a you know it's a good change of pace but then bro sammy Zayn comes out and i swear chris i'm like okay cue the judgment day music match <laughs> Sammy Zayn's got a new partner in Jey Uso. Yeah. I was shocked mm-hmm. when they did not hit the Judgment Day music yeah. and we did not get a tag at the end of the show. I was shocked, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm 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 doing multiple things at once. I'm trying to get these uh these uh super chats up. Um if there's anyone on Sports Kita right now cuz I'm I'm usually one man band when it comes to doing the on the scene and behind the scene stuff uh live i am uh using a makeshift studio in my new home um i'm building up stated two state-of-the-art podcasts um so and so today i can't see the the super chats go up did you just see awesome sauces go up i see awesome sauce yeah is it still up right now? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I scrolled back up to get it. Okay, yeah. Um, let me see, because it's not. There you go. You got it. It's it's showing now. Yes, yes. Okay, it's yes. Okay, it's not showing on my end, but okay. Uh, we got Carl Haggett. You see his five dollars super chat? Uh, should be yes, coming up. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. All right, all right. Let me know when you're seeing it because I can go into another thing and and show it, but I, I won't. Well, you put it up, and if I see it, I'll read it. Okay, now I see it. Okay. Uh, it says, uh, "Yeah, yeah." If you can read it, that'd be great. Bray Wyatt should be the first person. Go back to Austin Sauce, though. I think he was the first one, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, we talked about that already. Um, well, I read it. We I don't think we talked about it. No, you want to read that? Yeah, uh, awesome sauce, five dollars. Thank you, bro. Bad show, Sammy having three entrances in one night is lazy writing. The main event was great because there were stakes, and Gunther looks like a champion. I don't, uh, I'm, I have no arguments with any of that. Yeah, yeah, Gunther does look like a champion. I guess the question is, what's next for Gunther? You know what I mean? So, if this yeah. whole thing is to make him look good as an intercontinental champion, who's next for him? I mean, like. I, I mentioned this before, Vince. It's worth bringing back. Do you do Cody Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship? I mean, I don't. I don't think that's a bad idea, you know, mm-hmm. Chris. I I really don't. But if Cody's going towards Roman, then I don't see what the point of him winning the Intercontinental Title is because he's just going to have to lose it. Think of it this way: so if you have, uh, so what we're looking at. Seven seven months for for Mania, so five and nine months, right? Yeah, so yeah, so we got eight months, eight months left before Mania, right? So eight months left before Mania could definitely have a Cody Intercontinental title run, um, and that can also cause Cody to lose, um, and that can set up Cody Roman again. Eight months is enough time for that. Yeah, so, it, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's do Carl Haggett $5. What does that say? Bray Wyatt should be the first person in WWE Hall of Class 24 at WrestleMania 40 next year. And Terry Funk, in honor of their memory, in my own opinion, I don't disagree with any of that, Carl. I mm. think you're dead on. 
Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk. Those will be two uh, good ones. We got John Gonzalez. Hello, Dr. Chris and Vince Russo. Big fan of both of you guys. How do both of you guys feel Tony Khan handled the CM Punk situation this past weekend? Mm. (laughs) What say ye? What say ye, Vince? You want me to go first? Yeah, I'll defer. I don't listen, bro. I from from what I gathered, um, listen, bro. It, it should have never got to where it got to. Okay, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, you know, when when Tony Khan started his own wrestling company, I don't think he really understood, uh, you know, what came with that. I really don't. I think Tony wanted to just book wrestlers and be a wrestling mark and be beloved by the wrestling community. I don't think he really understood that world behind the curtain. He does now, bro. He was smartened up. So it sounds to me like he had to make that decision. I don't agree with him, bro. I don't think I ever saw Vince McMahon, and I've been watching Vince since 1970, 71. I don't think I ever saw Vince McMahon publicly state that a wrestler was let go. I don't think I ever saw that. If if I did, please correct me. I don't think there was any reason for Tony Khan to go out in front of the people in Chicago. I don't think there was any reason for Tony Khan to cut a video. That is a press release. That is all that is, bro. Um, you know, we're sorry to announce that, you know, CM Punk and AEW have you know, separated ways. We wish him the best in his future endeavors, yada, yada, yada. That's all that is. Um, I I think Tony felt that there was going to be pushback and that you were going to have a lot of, you're going to have a lot of people that are half beat, but you're going to have a lot of people that are pissed off and he's trying to go out there and massage those that are going to be pissed off. Chris, come on, you and I know, you as a psychologist, bro, I bet you must say this at least 10 times a day. Tony, you ain't going to please everybody, bro. No matter matter what you say, some people are going to be happy. Some people are going to be pissed at you. You are not going to please everybody. So, again, if that's me, I'm not making a public announcement in front of the people. I'm not doing a video. I'm just basically putting out a, a, a press release saying that CM Punk is no longer with the company. That's how I'm handling it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I can't, I mean, WWE does their, you know, their announcements on the, on the site or on, you know, as far as who's like, oh, as far as Vince McMahon, like publicly saying someone's like, oh, uh, to your point, I mean, I can't, unless, I mean, he did the Jeff Jarrett thing, you know I mean? (laughs) During the, uh, (laughs) during the, uh. Monday Night Wars thing, the, the last Nitro, he fired uh, Jeff Jarrett live. But, um, you know, that's just Vince being petty. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that's just yeah, Vince being yeah. Vince. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't I don't, I don't, don't think he's, he's just not that type of guy to bro, do that. Remember, Although- you, you remember all this history, Chris. I can remember. Remember, bro, when I think it was a big spot at the Survivor Series and something happened with Warrior and Kurt Henning had to replace him the last minute. You know what I'm talking about? Bro, even even something that big, Mm -hmm. Vince never said anything about contract-wise and stuff like that that was going on forever. So so Warrior was supposed to run out uh, for for SummerSlam, 
and uh, and then he basically, you know, he he held he held uh, Vince hostage basically and said, hey, you know, I want this, you know, am I I want this amount of money and then I'll go out there. And Vince said, okay. After that, he said, you're fired, right? And so basically, um, it was supposed to be a tag match, and then Hennick ended up turning babyface. They had that uh, that segment where Hennick was like he was a commentator at the time, and then uh, you know basically Heenan, <laughs> Bobby Heenan, was kind of like poking Hennick, you know, yeah. as far as the the, the partner. And Hennick was like, you know, hey, I'll, I'll be the partner, right? So he ended up being the the, the special partner. Kudos to Hennick for stepping up, you know, in that in that spot. But yeah. They let Warrior was a, it was a horrible decision, but Vince didn't. No, you know, to your point, Vince didn't come out the next week and say, you know, the, the Ultimate Warrior is fired publicly. Yeah, you know? right, so, right, yeah, right. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, there. again, I, and, and again, I I just think that Chris, you know, you are the psychologist here. I'm not. God, bro, I just think that goes back to Tony just wanting everybody to like him and. I'm sorry, Tony, that everybody is not going to like you, bro. I think that's one of the reasons why he kept Punk around. Because I've heard, I mean, there's been some rumblings about Regal and stuff like that. You know what I mean? As far as he was beefing with him. And, you know, there's just there's just a bunch of stuff going around as far as, you know, just weird stuff as far as Punk is concerned. Now, granted, you know, let's just say this. I know a lot of people who have worked with Punk. And you either really like them or you really don't. That's typically the general consensus when it comes to punk. I've know I know people who really like punk who get along. You know, um, from what I've heard, I've have I've have people in the WWE who know someone like a Kofi Kingston. You know, Kofi Kingston and CM Punk get along very well. You know, from what I've heard. And so you have people who like them, but you also have people who don't like them. You know what I mean? So that's that's and and CM Punk, from what I've heard, he tends to hold grudges. So um unfortunately that does that's not a good look for people in the back as far as someone coming up and holding grudges and stuff like that, especially if there's it's rumored again. We don't know this, there's just rumors going around that Punk went up to Ray Gold and said that you're, you know, Stu. Like just this was beefing with them. But that that wouldn't surprise me that CM Punk would do that based on what I know from wrestlers who's interacted with with CM Punk. But uh, for what my take on this, Vince, is that Tony Khan saw money in Punk, of course. You know, what I mean, he's he's Tony Khan doesn't care about money. He buys he buys licenses to play Final Countdown and every like he just he just money just comes on trees with him. He doesn't care about buying the license rights for, for anything. So he's like, you know what? Here's an opportunity. I'll, I'll, I'll capitalize on it. I'll bring punk back. Punk saw it. He saw what he, he saw what he liked in AEW. He came back. I think the thing is with punk is that it, it goes back to that absence, making the heart grow fonder. But then as soon as you kind of get back into the normalcy stuff, people's personalities start to come back out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that it was a war. I think that the line was drawn in the sand early on with CM Punk not being one of the elites, right? And so I think that's where a lot of the beef came in, that CM Punk isn't one of us. So 
that it seems like that was the message that a lot of the elite members were given Tony Khan that, all right, yeah, he's not one of us. You know what I mean? I would, you know, tread lightly on how we, you know, how he is and things like that. And if I was CM Punk, I would be upset with that too. I mean, like, you know, why, why are you, why is this some type of frat party? You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. not, try- I'm a businessman. It's not about being one of you. If I'm going to make money for you, that shouldn't even matter. So that's Chris, this all goes back to one reason and one reason only. And bro, you can't be one of the boys and management at the same sure. time. Sure. Just like you can't be management and a wrestler at the same time because I was in that spot, bro. And yeah. I'm telling you, that is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. And I said, as soon as I heard that these guys were named executive vice presidents, and I know how the wrestling business functions, my first question was, okay, what, what, were, what were their qualifications? What, do, what, what yeah. does their resume look like that qualifies them for their job? Bro, they had no qualifications. They had no experience as executive vice presidents. Just like Cody's wife was like, what What? what was she? Social media? She was a branding officer, uh, chief brand officer, CBO. What, what, yeah. What's your resume? Bro, <laughs> the bo- you're either the boys or you're either management. And, and yeah. I think that's what happened with Punk. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, Punk, who's a veteran mm-hmm. and who has been around for a long time, he's got these three guys there that are senior vice presidents, I guess probably thinking they have you know authority over him, Trump. maybe yeah. telling him what to do. Yep. Bro, that's a, that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I said, guys, I'm telling you, it, it happened with me. Because, you know, WCW kind of backed me in a corner and I made the decision where I said, bro, you want to get ratings? Fine. I'll, I'll go out there and get ratings myself. Mm-hmm. It was a disaster from the other side of that coin. You are either talent, bro, or you are office. You yeah. cannot be both. Yes, indeed. Eeyore, 20 bones. Wow. Stuff. Would you, you have agreed with... I said Eeyore. Eeyore. I'm sorry. Eeyore. 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 <laughs> yeah, 20 bucks. Thank you, Eeyore. Would you have agreed with Gunther standing above Chad dropping the title? No handshake and exit with and on to the HWC swagger as a cliff? What the is HWC? HWC? I don't know what that is. On to the HWC swagger as a cliff. I think maybe a cliffhanger, but I don't know what the HWC swagger is, though. Exit within with a on to the HWC swagger. Clarify that. You don't have to pay us again, uh, e- Eroy, to clarify that. Just clarify that comment, and we'll get back to, to that. Yeah. All right. We got John Gonzalez. By the way, me and my sis are a huge fan of both of you guys. You both make our Monday nights enjoyable since Raw sucks. And RIP to Raw NFL Monday Night. <laughs> hey, bro, I'll tell you what. that made Thank you, John, by the way. I got to tell you. Yeah, John, thank you. I got to tell you, Chris, because I was thinking about this, and I was thinking, you know, people, oh, do, do, you know, CM Punk going to go to Raw, this and the other thing. Bro, look at, look at how much money this company is making. <laughs> they don't need CM Punk, bro. That's like, true. trust me. And we, we know the history between him and Hunter, and it's kind of just like Chris said. Oh, we're going to sign him and everything's going to be hunky-dory. And then, Chris, we're six months in and it's the same feuds and the same people don't get along. However, Chris, Mm -hmm. 
I will say this, bro, if they really tank with Monday night football, at that point, I could see it as a possibility. So I think Punk wants to come back. I think that's – I can – I. so here's the thing. With anybody – it's hard to it's hard to leave anywhere with a bad taste in your mouth. It's kind of like that whole right. effect of let I'll break up with her, but don't you dare break up with me. Yeah, you're not you're not going to go out that way. Exactly, I'm not going exactly. Out yeah. Right. So right. it's like it's like she 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 does the breakup. She initiates the breakup, and you're like, hold on a second. You know, I'm going to try to lure her back in. Right. You right. lure her back in, and then. Bam! I'm gonna break up with you. You know, <laughs> you got to get it right, bro. You got to exactly. get it right. Yeah. So and so that's how I feel with CM Punk. It's like there was a breakup there that wasn't kind of like under his control. You know, what I mean, like he didn't get the WrestleMania spots. There was a bunch of times where he it just left really bad. I think if he comes back on good grounds and you get the calls a personality the cm punk chance that will make him feel a little better because because granted he did come back in a way when he was hosting for the fox uh um uh, you know thing that wwe had when they were in conjunction with them so it wasn't so it, you know it was something that wasn't as um acrimonious as it, it was you know when he left you know almost 10 years ago but i think for him he i, I do think cm punk We'll be back in WWE in some capacity. Yeah, I, 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 you know what, bro? Like, first of all, like it, it's man, you really think CM Punk is going to trust them, and you really think they're not going to try to get over on? C- oh, See, for that, sure. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like, Punk yeah. knows that, bro. And money's not an issue. We know that because, bro, I guarantee you, for him to go, either either one or two things happen. If you're either going to see a lawsuit from CM Punk or to Khan, to Khan, okay, or it's going to go away quietly. And the reason it's going to go away quietly is because Khan paid him off to make the contract null and void. Yeah, whatever yeah. it cost him for CM Punk to go away. So, like, that's my point, bro. There's, there's no money. Money does not matter here for Punk. I just I can see I can see Khan buying them out. Yeah, I could too. I just I don't know if Punk would ever ever trust Triple H and and that whole system, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, you know, I guess I guess the big question is, you know, is the is the payday worth the headache? You know, what I mean, because if we do see Punk again, you know, because granted. He did come back. He, he did a he did a he did a little mini tour, you know, and and had uh, let bygones be bygones, and you know had a little hush combo with uh, Triple H and the Miz, and you know, so he did have his uh, his rounds. He did do his rounds backstage. So perhaps that could have been like you know we talked about that. It's like how do you have a legal loophole around that? You have to talk as of. Just hypothetically, what if right, after right. my contract happens, right. this happens perhaps? You know, would you consider yeah. this after my contract happens? That's the legal loopholes around it. And so, you know, we talked about this before. I could see CM Punk doing that little bitty time where he had 
hey, let's let's talk about some hypotheticals. And, you know, that could have been an opportunity for him to kind of throw some seeds out there and, and see where it goes. And so, you know, hopefully, again, Vince, I'll say this all the time. I'm a business guy. Patch things up. Y'all are adults. Y'all are 40 and 50-something-year-old men. And let's just make money, man. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's about the fans anyways. Let's make money. You know, if, if I'm working with someone, I work – I've had many jobs where I've had coworkers I don't get along with. Am I going to, you know, whine and cry about it or am I going to take care of my family? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but so come on, Chris. Thing. Chris, here's the difference. What's the difference, Vince? If you had punk money, you're walking away from it. If you See, had if you had punk money, Chris, you're, you're not dealing with that stuff, man. See, here's the thing, though. Like, that could be a case, but – Supply and demand, though, man. Like he, he's got a bigger house. He's got the bigger, you know, he's got the bigger car. He's, he's got, he's got more money than he has to pay for, unless he's investing. I don't, I don't know what Punk is doing with his money, but clearly he's at a state right. He's been at a state where, sure, I'll take this, you know, C-rated MMA commentary job. You know, what I mean, because that's what he's done over the past ten years. He's taken these little, you know, these these little kind of bush league mma jobs i mean like it's not for the love of the sport because he doesn't have a passion for mma but he needs some money he needs a job so he's like sure i'll commentate for you know whatever mma sport yeah, x I, I, sure. I, 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 guess I, I just think of myself in those shoes bro because if i had <laughs> enough money you ain't you ain't ever seeing me see i'm about investing so my thing yeah. is you know my 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 See, again, with my business acumen, my goal is I don't want to hinge myself on anyone. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I appreciate all the opportunities that I have. And I'm super, super blessed with that to be able to build another pod, a brand new two podcast studios. But the thing is, is that, <clears throat> yes, you are um, predicated on someone paying you because you're delivering services. But at the same time, how are you setting yourself up in the future to be able to cash in on those investments? And so that stuff like that matters. But again, that's the thing with wrestlers, man. A lot of wrestlers, they don't really do the best with the money that they're given. And then they, you know, are 40 some years old taking MMA jobs and 65 years old doing indie shows. You know I mean? That's, yeah. that's the life of a wrestler. So yeah, let's get through this card here. Uh, we talked about Jay and Sami Zayn uh, uh, coming out. Sami Zayn coming out to endorse Jay Uso. You thought that, that was a a good move uh, to start the show? Was it different for you? It, 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 I liked I liked Jay Uso opening the show. It, it, it's just corny to me, bro. This is about you and me. I'm happy that you're here. You broke. For, it's just it's just God. I just want some real edgy. Sure. Sure. This is just very corny for me, bro. Do you see any up? Do you see any upswing uh, with with Jay as a solo babyface on Raw? Yeah, I, bro, I love I lo I love the guy on Raw. I'm I'm happy to see him on Raw. This is somebody that you know I'm I I I want to see perform. I want to see what he could do as a singles wrestler. I I I like the storyline a little bit of he's got enemies in that locker room. I like room that too. Don't know who they are. Yep, so yep. all all that is appealing to me. Just based on everything else they have. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I like the fact that Drew came out, yeah. you know, gave him the stare down. Yeah. Riddle came out, gave him the stare down. The Because, again, I say this all the time, Vince, you got to connect the dots, man. Right. You got to connect the bro. dots. Right. And <clears throat> that makes sense to me because the bloodline has been a barrier and a wall to many people backstage. Right. Yep. They 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 prevented Drew from winning the world title. You know, we Riddle and Roman had a main event match that the that the bloodline was you know in, uh, inter, uh, involved in. So the bloodline have a lot of enemies, and Sami Zayn coming out and kind of making that a full circle thing connected the dots to me. I and agree. Then the people I agree coming out and looking at Jay connected the dots too. So I do like yeah. that. I do like. That. I'm fine with that. I I have no problem with that. Yeah. Viking Raiders uh, defeating Drew and Matt. Kofi comes out, tries to make uh, a save. Um, do you think that this slow burn Drew turn is getting a little bit too, little, little bit too uh, extended? Well, I liking? mean, is it is it is it really? I mean, to me, what I'm seeing tonight is it really didn't come across as a Drew turn, and I was even looking at it saying this is going to be a new day turn. Because, you know, Drew, Drew Drew said, I mean, he basically said, oh, bro, it's just coincidental yeah. that I had a little accident last week and you had a little accident. So Drew wasn't really being the heel here. Hmm. And then, bro, to me, when they left the camera on Kofi at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't see any money at all with the with the New Day turn. Because right now you're you're booking the Viking Raiders to be the top heel tag team so why would you have another tag team come in as a heel tag team and you've already had drew and riddle they don't seem like they have a long shelf life so why would you turn the new day that just doesn't make sense uh, bro they do a lot of things we don't understand i mean that's, but that I, happens weekly but what but what i'm saying is the way they set it up sure they're not painting a picture like drew's 100 percent heel on this <sighs> I think that they're trying to cause us to not. It seems like they're trying to make it not as obvious. It's obvious, but in WWE's eyes, it's not as obvious. Yeah, if we yeah, have like, yeah, I think, yeah. I think Kofi's like the red herring and all this. Yeah, well, well bro, I, yeah, I just, I, I don't give them that much credit. <laughs> uh, I think of things psychologically. So I think of Kofi being a red herring, which, which in a story, there's always a red herring, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, it's right. the one that you, you kind of, you kind of follow the course and you think it's the guy, but the red herring is a distraction to who the real, the real culprit is or the real, yeah. you know, dastardly, you know, uh, villain is. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, uh, Kofi could Kofi in the new day, or at least Kofi for now, could be the red herring. I don't care about a Kofi heel turn. I don't care about. I, I don't care either way turn. they go. I, I mean, yeah, honestly, I like this whole care. thing, I I don't yeah. care about. I mean, just yeah. because Drew turns heel or New Day turns heel, is it going to make me immediately like them? You know, no, no. And and anything, bro. Like to me, it's like, bro, anything that comes out of a wrestling match is just it 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 means nothing like <laughs> yeah. it means nothing that's why i like man you know jay if he, if he's got to watch his back and he's got a lot of enemies and now yeah. that that to me is a story who can yeah. i trust who can i trust you know who's sincere who's bsing me that i get 
But, you know, oh, bro, you accidentally did this to me. And then we accidentally like I. I, Yeah. That stuff ain't going nowhere, bro. Because if Jay things has legs to it, you can extend it as far as you want to, because that can really help him be a main event babyface to see who has his back and who doesn't. Because if you think about it, you got SummerSlam, or you got Survivor Series in a matter of a couple, about two and a half months. A good story would be what fours got my back and which five doesn't. You know, I mean, there's yeah. so many people who don't like the bloodline. And you could easily say, you know, who's got my back and who doesn't? And he leads a team of people who has his back. And even if you want to throw another wrench in there, one of the people on this team turns on him. You know what I mean? Right. So you can have you can have a lot of there's a lot of meat on that bone still with, yeah. with Jay. I'm with so, him. I'm yeah. with him. Um, you have Jay Seth Rollins cut an in-ring promo, calls out Shinsuke. Um this this was really weird to me. Why does the challenger have the leverage about a world title? I was looking at this and I was like, I would have just been like, do you want a title shot? Shinsuke would be like, no. And I'm like, okay. Like, I'm not going to beg you to want a title shot from me. That is the, that and, why you say, and why are you saying no in the first place? Yeah, exactly. Why, why are you saying, like, isn't this whole thing to get another title shot? And then you say no. Now, of course, granted, yeah, I want it on my time, but that's uh, way too much leverage for someone who just lost this past weekend. Bro, that might <laughs> that might time. We, we, we got we got we gotta lose. We 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 yes. we, we gotta lose. Man. That's like yeah. uh, you know, that's like uh, you know, you you finish in last place in uh you know in the uh, NFC Central, and the first place team says, Hey man, we'll give you a shot. All you gotta do is beat us, man, and you'll go on to no. No, no, that, that, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen in this. That only happens in wrestling, bro. Yes, yes, indeed. Zoe Star well, Ricochet somehow wants Seth Rollins back and congratulates Seth Rollins. Says, tells him that you don't have to be there. Sometimes, somehow, it's his best friend and has his back and goes against Shinsuke for what? What's the point? There, there is no point. Just so they could have a good match. This is a great match for the Marks, bro. Yeah, Nakamura yeah. against Ricochet. This is probably five stars. We could probably put him out there as long as we quarters, want. Four and three quarters, Vince. Four, four and three quarters. quarters. We won't have a finish because Rollins is going to hit the ring. That's all this yeah. is. It all yeah. means zero, bro. Have we talked before of why um, Kurt Angle's never had a five-star match? No, we have not. <laughs> but I could tell you why. Hold on. Hold why? On. Yes, I was. I, I said that. I, I looped that for a sound clip, by the way, Vince. So you, you, you his, see. Here's another. One. I don't think you've uh, heard this one before. Here okay. We they are going to see blow your mind wrestling. Blow, blow your mind oh wrestling. Blow <laughs> your mind. Time, Chris, let me ask you a question. Yes, yes. It When's the last time wrestling blew your mind? Oh man, <laughs> man. And, uh, it blew my mind today when Ricochet went against Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, blow, blow your, blow mind, your wrestling. mind wrestling. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Bro, speaking of blowing my mind, though, bro, this Baylor, Zoe, oh, this was a mess. This, it was it was a big cluster mess. This man. was a mess. Yes, it was. Who's over? 
Who's the heel? Who who's getting cheered? It seems like they're trying to do a team with them now. Bro, and where does who, this go? Bro, who's ever gonna get over between these two? <laughs> Let, let's just be honest, bro. This 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 was a mess. The problem with this, Vince, is that neither of them have charisma. No. Like the charisma was sucked by a vacuum before it even landed on the main roster. Yeah. And so that's the problem with, at least with Zoe, with the Trish thing, there was something there because Trish has charisma. Yeah. With Zoe, it's just. And, and you know what I really hated, bro? You know what I really hated? And then at the end of this match, we're going to take shots at two women that are no longer there. Yeah. Oh, that that's so yeah. bushed. Bro, yeah. that that bro, listen, it's it's different. Don't get me wrong, bro. You know, as I go back and watch the ch- you know, the uh, Monday Night Wars, we're throwing barbs at WC. Bro, that's the competition and they're killing us in the race. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this ain't two women that worked for our company and just left. Yeah. I I, yeah. I, I thought that was so <laughs> so Bush, bro, you know. I don't yeah, I don't I don't see much of anything. It just seems like they're trying their best to really make both of these people, both of them relevant. Again, I told you before, man, you know, when when Shayna turned on Rousey, I said it before. I said I don't see I see nothing in this. I don't see anything in this, man. I said I that haven't I said this, Vince? I said, okay, Shayna Baszler beats Ronda Rousey. Now what? Yep. And now we're seeing the now what? Like, there's yeah. nothing that came at the end. end this, of was nothing. this was ugly. This was ugly. I don't know if it was as ugly, though. Bro. What, what what word did I use in the first segment? What word? Corny? Did, did corny, I use I corny? I okay, sure. what was more corny? That first segment or the senior money in the bank briefcase? <laughs> bro, like, come on, you got Like, really, bro? Really? Let okay. So, what do you think the payoff of this may be? Do you think that JD comes in at the at the expense of let let's let's try to make some type of plausible payoff of this that could be could make sense? All right, could this lead to JD coming in at the expense of Priest going out and Priest starting a babyface run? Could this happen? I, I, I would hope that. Okay. I would. I like Damian yeah, Priest, bro. I, I really, really. Do. I would like that, bro. We, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. If like, if like Priest thought that mommy and uh, Dom w- were on his side, yeah. but they really weren't, and then it yeah. was set up for everybody. I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah. I'm all yeah. for that, bro. Uh, I am too. I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, we get Judgment Day. So Sammy comes out of the, you know, he comes out in that segment, Senior Man, Money in the Bank. Nothing from that. We get uh, backstage, Adam Pierce it, talking just, to bro, Raquel the, 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 Like, bro, like, seriously, it's could the way they make matches be any weaker? I mean, it, bro, it's just. It's official. It's just so weak, bro. Yeah. It's just so weak, man. Yeah, it, we've gotten used to this. It's official stuff, you know. What I mean, and you know, Adam Pierce is doing the best he can, man. And you know, he's uh, he's in a position where he doesn't have to wrestle anymore. He retired from wrestling from a while ago, and now he's 
making official matches on Raw. You know what I mean? He's he's getting a pretty solid paycheck. He doesn't have to do the the, the work in the ring and is getting paid to you know a handsome living. I guess. Hey, kudos kudos to him, man. You know, I can again as a businessman, I I can't I can't knock that. Uh, but at the same time, it it is it is diluting the excitement of the product. If this is how matches are scheduled, this is how matches are made. I that that just doesn't. Cut God, bro, Chris, I could tell you, man. I gave my notice to TNA, um, like I don't, I don't even remember the first time I left. I gave my notice to TNA, and I was there was a while when I was not involved in the booking at all. I gave my notice, and I basically said, "Bro, do whatever you want to do. Just tell me what to go out there and do." Mm-hmm. And bro, they did a whole angle with me and Dusty. You know, there was going to be a shoot vote, and one of us was going to be in charge or whatever. Uh, the, and bro, I just went along with everything they said. Mm-hmm. And Chris, I got to tell you, I freaking hated it. I mm-hmm. hated it. It didn't make any sense. I hated it. I did not say a word. But my point is. Bro, when, when you are a creative guy, I don't care how much money you're making. When your creativity starts getting stifled, it, it, it's almost like you're being suffocated. Sure, that, that's sure. what I experience. Like, yeah. and I just, I don't, I, I just can't see myself, you know, as a talent. And yeah, I'm paying, making good money. But if I have a creative bone in my body and they're writing this crap for me every week, I'm sorry, man. There's there's just no way I would be able to roll with it, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I just wouldn't. Well, I mean, you take pride in your brand, though. You know, I mean, not a lot of people do, and so yeah. um, you know, a lot of people are saying yes or no, yes or no, sir, and just be miserable. As opposed to someone who takes pride in their brand, it's a whole different ball game at that point. Yeah. So. Yeah. We got a couple of super chats before we'll get in. Let's get let's get through the rest of this card. <clears throat> um, Chelsea Green comes in after the talk with Raquel. That sets a match. Sets a match between the two of them. We talked about Baszler and Stark. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez defeating Chelsea Green. So now this is you know Piper Nivens not cleared. Wow, now bro, like really like my gosh. Man. But you know again this is this is just. You know, oh, it's okay. You're not going to hurt Chelsea Green because she's a tag team wrestler. So if she yeah. loses his singles action, yeah. And she does a great job, too. She does. Uh, great yeah. actress. Yeah. But yeah, and, and, and this was quick. So it was, it was yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was okay. I, mean, I didn't, I didn't have a big issue with this. I yeah. mean, it was, yeah. you know, I, you know, I've told you before, I'm a big fan of Raquel Rodriguez. I think she's money. I think that she's being utilized poorly or improperly. And I wouldn't say poorly. I, I would say, not to her potential. I do think that they should really give her reps, and I think she should win the Royal Rumble <clears throat> and uh, go against Rhea. She just she's the only person back there that looks believable. You know, what I mean, yeah. to beat Rhea Ripley. You know, what I mean, so I like Raquel. Uh, I liked her in NXT, and I think that the, there's some potential with her. Um, Miss TV host Johnson. I actually like this. I, I thought it was funny. I, I tell, I'll <laughs> I like tell you it. why I didn't like it. Bro. Why didn't you like it, Vince? You got these people in the arena. You got kids in the arena. You're really gonna play Cena's music. Yes. So these kids think John Cena's there. That's heat, uh, man. I like nah, it, bro. That's come heat, on, man. man. I'm, uh, come on, bro. I, I, bro, I, I, as a shoot. <laughs> 
I guarantee you there were kids crying when Cena didn't yeah. come out. And here's my thing, man. If I was a heel, I would love every second of it. Uh, I would love every I would look. See, here's the thing, man. If I was a heel in, in, in pro wrestling, I am really serious about I used to do acting and stuff like that. I'm really serious. If if you want me to be a heel, I'm gonna be a heel. I'm going to make you hate me and I'm gonna love every second of it. If I see crying babies out there. I don't give a rip about you know, crying babies out there. I'm I'm fulfilling a job of being a heel. And if I'm seeing crying babies out there, I'm going to that back with my head held high. Because at the end of the day, I'm supposed to, the more there's crying babies about the stuff that I do, the more they're going to cheer the person who pins me. So that's what I, I'm going to make myself. I'm going to make myself hated and love every bit of it because I'm going to pay it for it. That's the that's the good thing about a good heel. A good heel knows how to pay it for it. Yeah. If the end of this, and here's the thing, Mrs. Win loss record is suspect. You know, to say the least, as a compliment, is suspect. But if he does this heel stuff, that's the cool thing about heels, man. Wins and losses don't matter for a heel if you get that heat, man. And that's and that's what it's all about. If they're setting because because uh Cena's there until October. So do we see a Cena Miz match at Fastlane coming up in Indy in a few weeks? I can see that happening, man, because he's you know, you, you've got the Hollywood strike, you know, he's supposed to be there for two months, so it's like yeah. I mean, we will probably see Cena versus uh versus Miz. That's just a throwaway match of that's just that let's just bring Cena on the card and Miz is your he's the heel version of Chad Gable, he's your utility guy. Throw him out there, big hurrah, Cena wins, and that's probably what we'll see. So yeah. um we get McDonough defeating Sami Zayn. Bro, he, what do you, bro, do you know what's wrong with um Kevin Owens? I mean, he's he's always banged up, man. He's always banged up. Here's what I don't understand. So Sammy said a few times during the show, Kevin Owens isn't here. Well, if you got anybody tuning in for Kevin Owens, they just tuned out. So I don't know why you'd even say that. (laughs) Chris, when I was writing these shows, okay, if we had a wrestler that was injured, okay, bro, all that meant was he couldn't wrestle. We still used them on the show. Yeah, and I didn't care about that, bro. I, I'm I'm just watching Attitude Era shows where Triple H is legit coming out on crutches. Yeah, like I I, I didn't care if they couldn't wrestle or not, as yeah. long as we had their presence on the show. And yeah. when guys were hurt or girls were hurt, they were on the show. Yeah. They just didn't wrestle. I don't understand. How okay, bro? They can't wrestle. We can't find another creative way to get these people on the show. I've got two words for you. Talk about it to era. Guaranteed contracts, man. <clears throat> that to guaranteed contracts. That's the thing that has caused that not to be such a a big issue anymore. Because you know, you know this. You know, especially from an old school standpoint. If you weren't there, you didn't get paid. So you had to make it. You had to make a way. A lot of people wouldn't even. A lot of people wouldn't even say that they were injured, so they'll be on the show. You know what I mean? So the 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 desire to be on the show 
was a lot bigger when guaranteed contracts. Now, from a business move, sure. I mean, it it, it helps. It it really helped the business for guaranteed contracts. But at the same time, it did take the it did take the urgency. It did take the appreciation away of of, of making people be on the show to get paid. But like, bro, okay, I know Kevin Owens is out. Okay, bro, why 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 don't I why don't I do a scene where you know Adam Pierce has had enough and he walks out or Adam Pierce goes on strike or whatever? Okay, no problem. Kevin Owens is hurt. We're gonna let Kevin Owens be commissioner for a month. I mean, just hmm. something like that yeah. that will add yeah. to the show. Sure. Him not being like there doesn't do anything for anybody, bro. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I think, I, and I, I, I mean, I, it would be interesting to see Kevin Owens as a, you know, a GM or or whatever their official. That would get him over huge, bro. It would. It would. One of, one of the most favorite shows I ever wrote was Shawn Michaels was the general manager for one night, mm-hmm. and he got to book whatever matches he wanted. One of the best shows we ever wrote, and I'm like. Why why do we not see them when they're hurt? Yeah, yeah. Guarantee contracts, my man. Uh <clears throat> we got backstage, more judgment day with McDonough. Dominic tries to recruit Jay, man. What do you think about this? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> no. We'll, we'll see how this pans out. We talked about Gunther and Chad Gale being a good uh clinic of a match um before you know, we get to that bro I, I just have to say we, we're we're interviewing becky after the match at the last pay-per-view and yeah. some somebody bro, i have no idea who this girl is so i just have becky and question mark am, am i supposed to know who tiffany stratton is how 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 do i know who who this girl is yeah yeah, she's the NXT champ, but at the same time, if they're just having her come out in the crowd without giving her any type of video package or anything like that, I mean, like I've said this many times before, two thirds of NXT, uh, two thirds of Raw watch NXT. So, I mean, one third, excuse me, one third of Raw watch NXT. <clears throat> so you have to explain anything NXT. Yeah. To two thirds of the audience, you can't right. assume that they know about it. So, <clears throat> and I swear, so so here comes this girl, and she opens her mouth, and I, I swear, the first thing I said is, "Oh, okay, so she has Chelsea Green's gimmick." Okay, yeah. Now, now, now we got two girls with the same gimmick. Okay, that's great. <laughs> yep, <clears throat> Gunther defeating Chad Gable. Congrats to Gunther. Yeah, they worked the, uh, their butts off, bro. This yeah. was a good, good. match. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, I nothing. Yeah, I, I didn't think uh, Gable was going to go over. But like yeah. I said, bro, when they when they elevate a guy, um, you know, just just follow up with him, bro. Sure. Like just just do something to follow up with it. You know. Yeah, I agree. And I, and again, I think I think Cody Gunther, I think that has money in it. I think uh, it's, it has the potential to be a big match, marquee match, uh, marquee feud coming up too. So I think that would help both of them. And even if Cody beats Gunther, either either Gunther reclaims the Intercontinental Championship, uh, or you know you have Gunther that that opens them up for a world title opportunity with uh, Gunther and Seth, which I would actually like. Gunther and Seth. So, what? Why uh, do you think they're not putting Cody on every show anymore? Because, because 
the weekly they first of all they want to not make them as stale and they don't know what to do with them like because it seems like they're trying to spend these next eight months trying to make him relevant and um still fresh for roman and like if you keep doing the whole every single week what do you want to talk about throwing him in a feud with Dominic throwing him a judgment day stuff like it just feels stale like it's, it's starting to get really really stale really quick and if you're making him a viable contender for Roman then the problem is his stock is going down and he doesn't feel as fresh and hot you know going into going into WrestleMania I just can't imagine I'm sorry bro when when I was writing these shows I couldn't imagine not having Rock and Austin on every week yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Like, the energy was different in, in Attitude Era, man. The energy was so different, man. That's the yeah. big thing. It was, it was just a different vibe. It was just a different feel. It was a different energy. It was the college kids, you know, frat boys coming together watching Raw. It was the uh, it was the, the teenager, the high schooler watching Raw and Nitro. It was just a different vibe, man. Yeah. Now it's just there's not any riveting storylines you know as a whole i mean there's some i mean the bloodline you could throw in there but comparably it's still not among the echelon you know compared to other really really good storylines but if you think about events like most of the the product that we see nowadays is just match after match after match after match and stories being built within matches yeah and 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 people don't care about that man i mean especially if they see the same match every single week nah. as if that's going to heighten someone's intrigue bro, bro he, he bro like i i mean this this is probably the biggest problem with this show think about this chris think about it man and we talk about this but tonight it's magnified a million times over the show ends with gunter retaining the intercontinental title period yeah bro we got monday night football next week <laughs> like are you yeah. kidding me bro you're not gonna attempt some type of cliffhanger <clears throat> To maybe bring the people back to the show. I I I think Vince, I think this would have been perfect for Gunther to celebrate and they come out of the pockets to bring someone as a return that you would have never expected. I don't care who that person is, Gunther celebrates, even if it's punk. I mean, like you gotta throw somebody out there Nothing, to come bro. out and return. That, that that shows you, bro. It really shows you of how they are just on cruise control yep. and they don't care. Yeah, they absolutely. don't care. And I'm telling you guys, bro, because you, you know, you, you guys always want to throw up in my face how much money they're making. Bro, USA Network doesn't care how much money they're making. It yeah. doesn't affect the USA Network. The network <laughs> cares true. about that number. Fox cares about that number. They yeah. don't care about Vince's deal with Saudi Arabia. All yeah. they care about is that number, bro. True. Very true. I right, got a couple of Super Chats before we head out. We got... Uh... 
Zubair, what does that say? $10. Hi, Dr. and Rooster. I want to wish a good, happy Labor Day weekend since it was my birthday weekend. Happy birthday, birthday. Zubair. Want to spread positive vibes plus to celebrate Super Chats coming back. Hope this is appreciated. Very much so. Zubair. Happy birthday, Zubair. Happy Thank birthday, you my man. Young Reckless, four ninety nine. If Cody beats Roman instead of Jay, that means the bloodline story means nothing. If anything, let Jay beat Roman at WrestleMania, then let Cody beat Jay at something. That ship has sailed, bro. Yeah. I think Jay is out of the picture, done. They're going to yeah. try to capitalize on what happened, but that's they're not coming back to that. I mean, you think, Chris? I think this is a really lackluster. So from what I've heard, um Roman basically is like, you know, I'll, I'll this will be over when I say because he's he's bringing in so much money. I'll lose the title when I feel like losing the championship. That's that's the type of stroke that Roman has nowadays backstage. So to have all of this bloodline, three years worth of storylines, just to lead to I didn't even watch SmackDown. The only I, I saw the highlight of Jimmy is playing the heel now and causing uh and interfering with the aj match and causing solo to win and so that doesn't make sense and so jay is over raw now it just seems like all this is kind of spread apart and it just felt like an anticlimactical ending to the bloodline storyline and it seemed as if they started to stretch it a little bit too much by this this type of really weird type of ending that we're seeing. Yeah, but uh, which of call it, bro? At the last press conference, whatever, uh, uh, Heyman said they were in the top of the third. Top, top, top of the of third. third. <laughs> top of, bro, it's going to be 25 nothing by the time we get to the seventh, bro. <laughs> All right, we got a couple more from Zubair. $10 again, man. Thank you very much. Reason, uh, Reason Angle didn't get a five-star rating is because Melta has favoritism, a weird fandom, which is smart, smart bait love. Again, he isn't a real expert of the business. Screw him. Angle knows more than Melta Angle. Kurt Angle, yeah, I mean, bro, that's that's just that, – that that should tell you everything you need to know about Dave Melsa. Man, when I was over at TNA, I, I can't even – count the number of five-star Kurt Angle matches I saw, bro. Oh, it's sure, ridiculous. Absolutely. Yeah. Him and Shawn Michaels, five-star. You know what I mean? Like, there's been plenty, you know? Yeah. All right. So, Smart Bait Love. That's actually a pretty cool uh, idea for a t-shirt, by the way. So, uh, someone get a, someone start a, uh, X account called at Smart Bait Love and see where that goes. Bro, Zubaw's uh, throwing money. Yeah, on. man. Great. God bless you, bro. Ms. Fake Cena Heat is honestly a screw you to the fans. As they're basically saying, they're not good enough to get Cena. Like we it, honestly right? needed Cena there. You're losing faith. At, I, I, bro, we, we, we disagree, Chris, but I yeah. agree with two points here, bro. Yeah. Hit me back. Chris, I'll tell you what. If this were a new heel, mm-hmm. but to me, Ms. like... But he's got you got to find a way to get his heat back though, because the uh, Miz I, I, has been yeah. so irrelevant for so long, man. I know, like especially know. this year, you're gonna have to. Because the thing is, <clears throat> this is something worth stretching. You don't need Cena there every week. Um, I mean, you know, he, he's he still want he he still wants that kind of like 
uh, special guest type of feel because if you see him every week, then it's starting to get kind of like, ah, uh, here we go with Cena again. I thought he was kind of like semi-retired in Hollywood. And so if he started, he start kind of, you don't want him to overstay his welcome, man. And I think bro, if you don't bring him there every week, you you don't take that risk. Bro, has Miz ever been a baby face? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a baby face before. How long ago? Oh, it's been years now. That's been, bro, that that's the only thing that's gonna, that's the only thing that's going to save him at this point. Bro. I'm, his baby I'm, face I'm, runs weren't that good though. I'm sorry, good put a put a good story behind him, bro. Is his wife's cheating with somebody else on the roster? She <laughs> leaves him. Give, give, give me a good storyline, bro. That's the only thing that's going to save this guy. That's it. Not, that's it for teasing. Cena is not going to make me care one iota about the he's just such a good heel let's think about miz man he's such a good heel it's hard to it's hard because he's been he's been a baby face a few times and people just love to hate the miz man he's he's got he's got that intangible about him that has that real world road rules reality tv frat boy type of jock feel to him that people just love to hate, man. And that's that's a gem. That's a gem to have, man. Because people, people, they spend so much time to make people not like them. Yeah. And Miz has that ability, man. So kudos to him about that. So we'll see. I, I do predict the Miz versus John Cena at Fastlane. I do think that that's going to happen. I think yeah. in order to do that, you got to get a lot of heat. We'll see Cena come back another week to, you know, get his 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 heat back. So, yeah. Let the listeners know about the brand, my man. Yeah, guys, check me out, please, man. Just go to russosbrand.com, and that'll tell you all the stuff that I do, bro. Uh, Check that out, man. I think you'll appreciate it. Indeed. Follow him at uh, the Vince Russo right on X. All right. Follow me at Chris Prolific on X, and go check my guy out, man. 75 cents a week in it, something like that. Yeah, Patreon, bro. Patreon.com yeah, forward slash Russo TWC 75 cents a man. That's a steal. That's a steal, man. This guy right here is Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris. This is Legion of Raw. Have a good night, buddy. Solo. We'll get there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to end the broadcast. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Is he <laughs> All right, my friend. Uh, are we still on? I think we're still on, are we? We're still on, Chris. What's going on? Okay, you can't end this. Well, we, I'll be yeah. on here all night. Yeah. You know, right now, <laughs> yeah. now, I got to put my dog to bed, Chris. What are we oh, doing? Man, I, gotta, I, got, I got therapy in the morning. I this is the, the show that never ends. Keeps going on and on, my friend. Some people started singing and not knowing what it was. Okay. It's a show that never ends.